Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, is, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work For Him Zone. I hope you're never the same. In our never-ending I Work For Him desire to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways that will challenge the way you think about your faith and work, today, we're not talking about work. Today is, of course, Tuesdays with Martha on the microphone, and the two of us today are bringing you... I don't know what we could call day two of our preview, our preview or review of I think the post game review. Post game review of our cruise your way to a better marriage. We got back last week on Monday from our 2015 second annual cruise your way to a better marriage retreat, and we wanted to review with you, our listening audience, some of the things we learned because so many people got such great information out of this. There's no reason why thousands of you can't get this. Pass it on. This will be available, of course, on podcasts and on archives. But this is information everybody needs to hear. Today, we're talking about dating. That's right, dating. You're like, really, Jim? Come on, dating on a workplace ministry show. Here's the deal. If you're married and you're in a workplace, you need to date. Not people in the workplace, your spouse. You need to date, and the reason you date your spouse is so that you keep your relationship fresh. The reason you date your spouse is so that you have time to actually talk to each other. What an incredible idea. The reason you date your spouse is so you can get time away from your children if you have them, because everybody needs time away from their children. Right, honey? Sure. That's all you got? (laughs) You know, it's kind of a rainy day and Tuesday here in Tampa, Florida. So, you know, Martha, we got to get you 
drink some more of that Diet Coke. It'll help. Okay. All right. So, listen, before we get started, I want to read this verse that I picked out for today, honey. Here's what I picked out for us. From Ecclesiastes, from Song of Solomon. Just kidding. From Ecclesiastes 9.9. Enjoy life with the wife whom you love. All the days of your vain life that he has given you under the sun, because that is your portion in life. And in your toilet, which you toil under the sun. Solomon really had issues at the end of his life, didn't he? (laughs) But I like the beginning of that verse. Enjoy life with the wife whom you love. Now, with Solomon, he had 750 to choose from. Me, I have one. That's the way God designed it. And I like to enjoy life with the wife whom I love. And I only have one to choose from. Solomon struggled with that one because he had 750 of them to choose from. (laughs) So, really, honey, why are we talking about dating? Because it's an important part of uh, feeding into your relationship into your marriage so that it is strong. Um, One of the things I think we'll talk about in a little bit, but dating, when you actually plan a date with your spouse, it's something to look forward to. It's something um, to get excited about and to anticipate. Maybe you're having a long week and you know Friday night you're going to get to go out and not cook dinner, whatever the plans might be. Um, But just being um, able to refresh and renew the relationship and spend time focusing one-on-one. Now, this is something that we have not perfected. No, we have not. Now, but we do go on dates every once in a while. We do. But we don't do it weekly. No. (laughs) No, we don't. But we do teach couples that they should, but we don't do it weekly. No, but I think that it's becoming a more common theme in our conversation. So, <laughs> well, but we do get, get to do this it. radio show once a week. That's right. So this is like a we date, the, right? We have the drive time in the car, and you ate on the way here. <laughs> I was Whopper hungry. Junior, no onion. Just in case everybody wants to know, that's uh, Martha's favorite Burger King sandwich, and I like that because I like Burger King. She likes McDonald's. I have nothing against McDonald's. The Golden Arches are great for me. The 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 the, 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 the McDonald's. It's what? actually on the right hand side of the road so it's convenient well, they're both on the, on the right hand side of the road but, <laughs> but you yeah. get lettuce with it so it's a little bit of it's, it's like eating salad practically yeah, with a little beef added in the, the whopper junior no onion okay so when we were on the marriage retreat cruise this was the first day we talked about forgiveness which you and i talked about last week on the mm-hmm. show uh, then we talked about dating as a lighter topic because we had beaten people over the head with the fact that they need to learn how to forgive themselves and their spouses. So if you want to know more about forgiveness, you need to listen to the archive from last week. That would be fantastic. Uh, so, but Martha, l- let's talk about dating. You know, we, we went on a lot of dates before we got married. Oh, we sure did. What did we do? Um, what was your favorite? Let's just say, I know a lot of things we did. What was your favorite date? I know what some of my favorite dates were. I mean, our first date was our f- most incredible date, of course. Um, and then the date when we got engaged, which was a, a re- repeat of the first date. Of that's the right. First that's date. right. So that was that was good. And the sick thing, ladies and gentlemen, is the dress that Martha wore on our first date. She still fits into it today. That's not sick. That's it, a wonderful. It thing. is incredible. You're incredible. You are incredible. I couldn't wear the left leg of my <laughs> suit if they were sewed together. Okay, so we should tell people what we did on our on our, on our first dates that we're talking our about. Our first here. date, we went to a prom alternative at our church that you and I were hosting. That one of our good friends, Scott Evenson, said, "Hey, you should ask Martha. You're both going stag, and that's because." You were dating somebody. Oh, you were dating one of my friends. I was dating somebody. Oh, yeah, I was dating one of your friends. And so we weren't taking anybody to the prom alternative because we were already dating somebody. But we said, oh, let's just go as friends. So we went as friends along with a lot of our other friends. And it was just a nice meal, which 
We had chicken cordon bleu, I remember if, if I remember correctly. And you don't like chicken cordon bleu. I don't. I don't like the way it squirts out of the chicken <laughs> when you cut into it. All right, but she, afterwards, we went around then we the went lake around, then we, and walked. We went around Lake Nicomas. Did we go around Lake yeah. Nicomas? We yeah. went around Lake Nicomas. This is all Minneapolis stuff. And it was on May 11th, 1984. And uh, after that, we went to Minnehaha Falls. And if you ever get a chance to go to Minneapolis, you got to go to Minnehaha Falls Park. Just a spectacular place. Very pretty. And, and, and I, I remember it was later in the evening. We're overlooking the falls. And I'm thinking, wow. 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 And then we watched A Man from Snowy River. We did. Which was a ridiculously long movie on the first date. <laughs> and I went home. And the next morning, I went upstairs and I told my mother, you know what? I think I'm going to marry Martha. Yeah. Yeah. So then a year later, you recreated that night. And that's when you proposed to me. Yes, so. I did. So that is a special. Oh no, no! So the best part about that. No, 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 no. So then we dated all year long, and every uh, on dates we'd often go to my favorite little Super Value store up in Minnesota, which is a little grocery chain, Sullivan Super Value. We'd go to the gumball machine, and I'd always try to win a gumball ring because I was setting her up for the engagement thing right from the get go. I'd get her a gumball ring, and I and I give it to her. And so the night of our engagement, the night of our engagement. I said, I really wanted tonight, the anniversary of our first date, to be the night we got engaged. But I didn't want everybody to know, because we were about ready to hang out with a bunch of friends at a Petra concert. And, and so I pulled out a gumball container, you know, a, a gumball ring container, and I pulled it out, and I gave it to her. I said, but will you marry me? And I had this song from Sweet Comfort Band. Yes, that was a Christian band back in the 80s. <laughs> Sorry. Some of you don't even know about this them. It's a nice okay. little walk down memory lane. It is. Lane, it is. And, and so I got the music playing, and the name, and, and the end of the song says, "Maybe you can marry somebody just like me." Okay. So I pull out the <laughs> ring, and, and I said that line to you, like I don't, I don't want everybody to know. And I give you the gumball thing, and what did you find? A real diamond ring. That's right. I totally smoked her. Totally. She totally, totally didn't see that coming. She got so excited, she spilled the catawba juice all over the perfectly good food on our date. But she was very excited, and she smiled permanently. We called our parents to tell them we got engaged. Martha's from dad. From a payphone. From a payphone. <laughs> cost a quarter. Martha's dad tried to chop one of his fingers off sawing wood he that night. So he was excited. so worked up. Worked up. It's like, holy smokes. Jim's going to be part of my family for life. Oh, he, knew no. he knew that, though. You'd already asked permission. I had already asked permission. That was the right thing to do. Why did he try to chop his fingers off? I don't... I'm saying it was, it was you know, an emotional night. His, his fingers are today still one-eighth inch shorter than they were that, before that <laughs> night. Thank you, Daddy. Yeah, we got... And, and it turns out we got engaged on my grandmother's birthday, which I didn't know at the time, but that was a great plan because it made go. it easy to remember her birthday for those many years afterwards. All right, so date... But So then we we, we had to go away to school. We, we, we dated on weekends we were always busy we had lots of friends we, we, we get married we still got away to school and our dates then went to we went shopping grocery shopping at midnight did you know there's, there's grocery cart races at Cub Foods oh that's another grocery store up in Minneapolis at night you can race grocery carts and you know they always give away great samples on Saturdays that's right Sam's Club samples. Mm-hmm. So that was another way we dated. That's dated. Hey, cheap dates. Go to a car dealership on a Saturday. They had a free hot dogs pop. And and anyway, okay. So, all right. So we're talking about dating today, honey, because it's so important. Mm-hmm. Think of those warm memories that just brought That's up. That's right. That was just great. Now everybody's gonna be calling in, going, "You guys need." You guys, maybe, maybe you guys can use some counseling. Okay. All right. So why did we stop dating so often? Do you have any idea? Hmm. 
Well, because I think we allowed life to get in the way. I think we you get busy, you money, um, even though you say there's free dates and stuff, but creativity. We're hardly I ever think, busy. I don't know. Why we use an excuse? I think creativity. I think uh, just this unspoken mentality, too, that, well, we're married now. We don't need to Already won the spend battle. time dating each other. So I think we really didn't even have anybody speaking that into us. Well, and we went out with friends. We spend time with friends, but we we didn't. And and we did that a lot. We didn't spend a lot of time alone on dates. Correct. We were working most of the time, running businesses. I mean, Mm -hmm. if we had people watching the kids, we were running, we were making insurance phone calls or (laughs) programming or selling cars. Yeah. Yeah. But at least we were together. But this last Saturday, we went on a date. We did. We went to see a great movie, old fashioned, absolutely recommend it. Five stars out of five stars on my book. Way better than the other alternatives in the theater. And old and fashioned. Get it on Netflix or not, get it on Redbox. Not yet. It's, it's coming still soon in the movie to you. Theater. But I think one of the big things about that movie is it actually dealt with dating. Um, it had some really great quotes in there about it dealt with dating and forgiveness. Both of our topics. There you go. But it talked about um, how our society has changed the role of dating. So where a lot of people, when they're dating before they're married, they're re- it's not real. You're trying to impress. You're trying to be witty. You're trying to be, you know, he talked about that a lot in the movie. And you're trying to be somebody that you're not. So dating is, in that respect, is, is um, very misleading. But... The reason we're talking about dating is you're married to each other, you know each other, and you need to make sure you're investing in that relationship. Well, and one of the things that we see people very often as we're as we're mentoring couples is that they never get enough time to talk. Mm-hmm. And dating gives you that opportunity to talk. And if you got little kids around, actually, if you have any kids around, it's you got to get away every once in a while. And the talking thing. And really, we haven't done as much dating, but we have gone away. Since our kids have gotten older, we went away, and now they're old, old. So we, 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 Well, and we're getting opportunities to just sit at the dinner table together and have conversation, too, which is a weird. different place of life. It's just know? weird now, though. Don't be jealous, people. That's right. But it, it is a strange place to be. But because um, of college schedules and school schedules and stuff for our kids, that's been something that we've gotten more of. And we actually sit across the table from each other. We don't turn the television on unless we really, every once in a while, We're we really do tired and we don't want to talk. Other. But we get to actually have that conversation at night. Well, and like two weeks ago, I came home from a show. I think it was like a Thursday night. Mm-hmm. I came home and we hadn't gone on a date in a while. And I got up there and there was candles out and the back porch was, that's right, in the middle of winter, the back porch was all decorated for a very nice outside meal. Because it was still 70 out. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what did I say to you? And this is our little date. That's right. And the food was great, and the ambiance was fantastic, and I have no idea what we ate. I really don't. I can't remember what you I cooked. I don't even remember what I cooked either. But And that was the point. I thought in my head, I was thinking about this, and it's, um, I'm like, well, i got to make a meal anyway. Why don't I make it special in delivery, in making some candles, putting out a tablecloth, you know, those kinds of things, and making it nice. There was a tablecloth? Well, there was a runner. Oh, okay. Was, yeah. Yeah. And like, decorating the, the table cloth. is what I meant. But, okay. And being able to do that, because we were going to have dinner anyway, but make it a little bit more special. And then we deliberately sat and had a longer conversation that night and just really enjoyed it. Yeah. No, absolutely. It's time for our book highlight segment. And today, we're highlighting a book that we gave away on our marriage retreat cruise. That's right. 
And this book highlight segment is brought to you by... Kara's Christian Books and Gifts. Kara's Christian Books and Gifts has been part of the Largo community for over 29 years. In fact, in March, Martha, you're going to celebrate how many years? 30 years. That comes after 29. Oh, that's good. That's good. Well, I didn't know if you guys had the new math going on there at Indian Rocks. Located in the center of First Baptist Church of Indian Rocks on Ulmerton Road in Largo. There, 2,400 square foot stores open to the public. Seven days a week. Check them out online at shopcaris.com. That's shop. C-H-A-R-I-S. Dot com. Be the first person to call into the studio line. I only have one copy of this book to give away today. 855-265-2929. 855-265-2929. And if you've won a book in the last couple of weeks, give some other people a chance to call in. But we're getting ready to give away a book on dating. The name of the book today is 52 Uncommon Dates. And it's not written by Gary Chapman. He's done a little introduction on it, but it's written by Randy Southern and endorsed by Gary Chapman. Let me give you a short explanation. We know we should do it. We talk about it and acknowledge the benefits. Yet most couples find praying together is somewhat awkward, intimidating, and sometimes we lack time for. It's time to experience a breath of fresh air and prayer. How, how about 52 Uncommon Dates ignites a prayerful and playful connection in a way that feels natural for couples to schedule and relate to real life? Fun, creative, and spiritually engaging, this powerful resource will revive the relational, physical, emotional, and spiritual aspects of your relationship. One date... Every week for a year. Call into the studio line, 855. Oh, we've already got a caller. I didn't even finish my introduction. That, that's not even That's fair. awesome. It is awesome. And if you'd like to get another copy of this, Martha has copies for you available every day at Karis Christian Books and Gifts. Remember, you got to read this book. Take your wife to the movie. All right, we're not wasting any time today. We're giving away books. Firing it up. That's right, Martha. Okay, so listen. Um, let, you want to go through the scriptures. before we, we, We've got more to talk about. Let's see what some of the scriptures have to say. Why, why don't you read the... Uh, which one do you want to read? Go ahead. Read your favorite one out of those. Okay, well, I didn't pick a favorite, but they are... Genesis 2.18 says, The Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. No finer words were ever spoken by our Heavenly Father. No finer words. Well, I don't know. The gospel Mm. is definitely salvation. But this is very good. It it speaks to your soul. But it spoke to me. (laughs) There you go. I mean, that that means a lot to me. And because when our Heavenly Father recognized that it's not good for man to be alone, he made a helper perfectly fit for us. So I'm so grateful to have you, honey. Proverbs 12, 4 says, An excellent wife is the crown of her husband. Aww. Wow, and baby. Crown, huh? Unbelievable. <laughs> um, Matthew 19, 6 says, So they are no longer two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let not man separate. That's right. And thanks, Tara, for calling in and winning the book today. We'll get it out to you in the mail sometime in the next couple of days. And again, Ecclesiastes 9, 9 says, Enjoy life with the wife whom you love. All right, so... When we come back, Martha, I really want to go through the 52 uncommon dates that you and I both related to. We both highlight. Yeah, I wanted to clarify, we weren't going to go through all 52 dates. No, we're not. <laughs> Stay tuned. Tonight's a four-hour show. We're going through all 52 of these dates. 
No, that's right. We're not going to go all through it. We're going to go through and choose the ones we highlighted that we thought would be the most fun. That's right. All right, Martha, we're talking today about dating your spouse. Now, it could be dating anybody because really whether you're dating before you get married, dating while you're married, unfortunately, if you've gotten a divorce, dating after you get married, all of these things can be done for the glory of God and can be really enriching in your relationship. If you've got a favorite date that you want to share on the air, call into the studio line. 855-265-2929. 855-265-2929. Or if you prefer to text, 727-487-9863. All right, Martha, we said that we would give our top five from the book we just gave away, 52 Uncommon Dates, but you said you really wanted to describe. What's this book all about? Well, it's really neat because um, it's a little subtitle. It's 52 Uncommon Dates, A Couple's Adventure Guide for Praying, Playing, and Staying Together. And really, it it takes you through the whole process because it fi- it describes 52 different dates that you can have and sets there's little captions. Set the scene, and it helps you to understand what the date might be and then how to make it happen and then um, how to finish it strong, and then to mind your language. So this is built upon the five love languages. So it um, actually helps you to That would be why Gary Chapman then endorsed it. In the forward for it. Nice. It actually says, like, one of mine... Okay, I'll just kind of walk through it. Okay, the, why don't you give your number one? Um, okay, my number one... Well, I don't know if it was my number one or not, but the one I'm going to look at is um, date number 16, which is the service date. And it's to actually go together somewhere and to serve. Like, say, in a, a food pan- food pantry or something like that. And so it gives you ideas of, of how to do that. And then when you're done, it helps you to reflect and says, you know, what difference did we make in somebody's life today? Or how can we motivate one another to acts of love and good work? So it helps you to actually talk about what you did to bring meaning to it and then this mind your language section it's saying like if you're married and your spouse's primary love language is acts of service now let's make this personal and commit yourself to taking on an act of service that helps them like taking on one of their chores or something like that so it's helping you to implement the five love languages into your relationship and then the end which is the just to stop you there yeah it's the number one thing we make couples learn about each other when we start any mentoring couple it is we absolutely how in the world can you show love to each other if you don't know their love language yep we actually had a couple just recently they're like we don't know anything about love languages i'm like okay let's tell you about them because it's so exciting and we actually went and got um, iPads right then and did it yeah. and, and had them take the test or we had the paper I think we had to print it out but nonetheless we had them take the test right then and so but anybody listening can go to fivelovelanguages.com and take the test online to learn more about love languages. That's the number five lovelanguages.com. Which is awesome. So then at the end of this. Another unpaid endorsement on the I Work For Him there show. There you go. We're full of that. So um, then it says take it to God. Did you just say I was full of something? No. I mean like we're full of giving people endorsements for free. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ivan could play it back. That is not what I said. Ivan's busy with a caller. Okay. He can't play it back right now. So then it says take it to God, and it actually encourages you how to use this date to strengthen your marriage through prayer, asking God to open your eyes to other things that you can do to serve in the case of this date. And then the last section of the little book on that specific date gives you scripture verses to help you to also understand, in this case, more about serving others. And the 
thing that we didn't realize that this even had is our number one gift we like to give people when they get married is the Five Love Languages devotional Bible. And this actually tells them what page to go to in that Bible to read the devotion that goes along with the date that they just had. How cool is that? I know. That? It's like a perfect little all package. Right, all right. So let's go through, let's go through our okay. number one through the ones we chose. There's 52 dates in here. And Martha and I just wanted to highlight some of the ones that are in there that we thought would be really cool. So you're, you, you, well, just go ahead. Now you have your number one. Was that your number one? Mm. The service date. No, well, acts of service okay. is I your love language. Them. I just picked five I liked. Okay. So, well, okay, so you gave your first one. Then that's yeah. my turn. It's my turn now. It's, okay. Hey, Jim, it's your turn. My turn. The cemetery date. That's freaky. It's <laughs> well, go during the day. Uh, tell me more about the cemetery date. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Vivian, thanks for calling into the show today. We will find another copy of the book to give away. Vivian called in, said she wanted to say thank you for doing a great show. She didn't want to go on the air, but thanks for calling in, Vivian. And we'll find another copy to, uh, of this book to get to you. <laughs> thanks for calling in. You're so sweet. And, and Ivan's got this big smile, so he made his day. So just talking to him was great. All right. So the cemetery date. The cemetery date. Uh, the uh, <laughs> I thought it would be cool because you can learn a lot about people. You know, you get to look at these couples that were married for 60 years and then and then were buried next to each other and just trying to imagine the incredible life that they had together, the life that they shared. And some of the older cemeteries you get to go to and you realize, mm. wow, especially here in Florida, when you think about people used to move here before we had air conditioning. Yeah. Why? I want to know why they would ever do that. Because there's no way I would have. I'd have gone right back to the tornado alley and gotten away from here. All right. So I just thought it'd be really great to just, it, it just gives you perspective because we don't know when, we don't know when it ends. We don't know when we get taken home. But but the point of the cemetery date is not the spookiness of it. No, it's, it's no, looking no, at no. The, it's perspective. The legacy and the heritage yes. that's in the cemetery. Okay, so my and legacy, one, that's a great preview. We'll be talking about that in two weeks. Ooh, yes. Legacy. Love that topic. All right, so what was your number two? Um, the factory tour date. I want to tour a candy factory. <laughs> I think it'd be so awesome. Specifically an M&M Mars candy factory. So if any of you can get us a couple of tickets to sure. the M&M's factory, that's where Martha would like to go because she's an M&M addict. Aholic. <laughs> M&M-aholic. Okay, what's your number Back two? in the old days in the no, insurance agency. No, no, no. We're agency. not going to... Oh, we are. I this is... to everybody that I ate a Whopper Jr. on the way to this. <laughs> I didn't say ate a Whopper. I said you ate a Whopper okay, Jr. Those so tell are us cute. what your number two is. I used to buy her a five-pound bag of M&M's. going to do it. Yes. <sighs> okay. And, and I would eat it. Yes, she would. <laughs> and so would I. But she never gained any weight. And I weigh 85 pounds more than when we got married. Okay. All right. Second one, playground date. Love playground dates. Especially the spinning things. But you're not really into spinning things. No, but I could spin you on it. Yes, you could. That'd be very, very nice. Just to remember and, and the fondness of our childhood and our kids' childhood. Just mm-hmm. the, the time to be able to just... Relax, chill. And, you know, I think one of the biggest keys to all of these is try to leave your cell phone out of it. I was just going to say a playground is a perfect cell phone free zone. It really is. It's really inconvenient to have a cell phone at a playground. So that was one of the best things about going on the marriage retreat cruise that we have Mm -hmm. most comments. It's a a total interference free weekend. No work, no cell phones, no Internet. And for those that had children, just a little break away from their loved ones. That's the right. little ones. Mm-hmm. All right. So the playground date. That was my number two. I, I love to just play. Okay. Uh, the candlelight date was mine. Ooh, and, and you did that I already one. did that. So. And, and you did. You got five stars on that uh, one. It was very, very good. Awesome. The only thing that would have been better 
No, I'm just kidding. Okay. All right. So the next one's canoe date. My dream date with my bride is to get in the canoes with kayaks. We've got kayaks. And and go to an island in the intercoastal waterway down here in Florida and, and go on, just go out to an island and have dinner on an island. So we have to wait a few months for the water to warm up. Martha's got this issue with water. If it's not 90, she's really not interested in touching it. <laughs> so that does happen so we'll really for the this most in part. August. July, June, July, August, and September, the water here is awesome and very close to 90. That's right. So we'll do it then. I promise. Okay, I'll put it in my Everybody calendar. heard it right here That's on the right. I Work For Him show. All right. All right, your next one. My next one, let's see, mine are the underlined ones, right? The park bench date. You love to people watch. Oh my, do I ever. You love to people watch. So I think there would The thoughts be... that go through my mind when I'm sitting there watching people. <laughs> okay, we don't want to talk about that. Okay. But just the sitting on a park bench somewhere where there's a lot of activity and prettiness and everything and, and uh, be able to enjoy that time together. What else about it? I don't know. What are you thinking? I didn't. I I don't remember what all the details were because I didn't actually plan it. I just picked it out. So it talked about. Oh, it gives you Bible verses, of course. It talks about even opening a journal um, or finding a, um, a, a a park you've never been to before, so that you're not just um, going somewhere you always are. And then it also says that you could even think about bringing books or bring the Bible along so you can read some of these passages right there on the park bench and pray about your time together and um, give you the words to share your own illuminating questions. So it just, again, just encouraging you to talk and to pray and get into the word. You can do that right there in a park. That, and, and, there, and, and really in a park bench, just again, another nice place to get away from it all. It's, Here's a cute thing. It says, if someone overheard us sharing our passages, what conclusion might they have drawn? Or if they heard us talking on the park bench and you're reading these verses and stuff, what would people be, you know, if they were eavesdropping? I'm thinking the only people eavesdropping would be the seagulls flying overhead going, <laughs> feed me, feed me, be. feed me. That hey, speaking be. of Vivian, call back into the studio line at 855-265-2929. You had a great conversation with Ivan. He doesn't have all of your information for us to send you a copy of the book. Please call back and we'll get that done. All right, so my next one was the garage sale date. Which I picked too. Which, we both picked So we both picked one. that. And that's because we're pretty good at garage sale. We like to do that. It's and, a lot and, of fun. And it used to be that we used to do a lot of, we used to have garage sales and we realized it's a lot easier to give the peop, give the stuff away to a thrift center that's supported by a church that sends people out on mission trips, and to do that than the hassle of getting ready for a garage sale and just give the money right and have the tax write off mm-hmm. because of all the extra effort. It's so much effort. So I, but we love to go garage selling and just kind of sift through other people's stuff. Mm-hmm. What was one of the latest greatest finds that we got at a garage sale? Oh, a beautiful silk palm tree. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Indian Rocks Beach garage sale days, which I'm not going to tell you what what day it is. Oh yeah, well, it's the Saturday after Thanksgiving and the Saturday. Before yes. Easter. So not Black Friday, but the Saturday. Right. And we went into somebody's garage, because garage, that's where garage sales happen, <laughs> and they had silk plants, five foot and six foot silk plants, and they were five bucks. And they were nice, and they did. They were nice. And we bought them both, and we hauled them home we right did. away. That was, was a, that was a great deal. Because the last one we bought cost more than five bucks. All right, but we love to garage sale just because it's fun to look at stuff. Be careful. 
and negotiate. Only take cash. Only take cash. Well, most people so don't, don't take credit cards. too much anyway. We actually tried to buy some stuff at one garage sale, and the guy's like, yep, that's too much. I mean, that's not enough money. I'm not going to sell it to you. Wouldn't negotiate, walked away. It's like, that's not a garage sale. That's, I don't know what that is. That's like a retail store. I think you're bitter. I'm not, I'll get counseling. Okay. All right, what's your next one? That was it. That was all of them. That, that was, was all, all of yours? I still yeah. got one left. Okay, go. The flea market date. Flea markets are like a garage sale on steroids. <laughs> Be, not, not the typical flea markets where there's the garbage in this stall and you go to the next stall, there's more of the same garbage but a different owner. But the flea markets where people bring all their garage sale stuff and line it up one next to the other, next to the other, like you see in the show that we watch on Netflix, mm, Flea Market Flip. We like that, don't we? We like with Laura Spencer. Um, we we, we uh, Just because at the flea market, you don't have to walk as far. and You just go look at people's That's stuff. True. and it's It's just hilarious what people... I mean, one time I bought for Joshua, I bought... I don't know, like 25 pounds of baseball cards for 10 bucks. What a deal. And, you know, unfortunately, I think the guy had gotten all the really good ones out of it, but I got a lot of baseball cards. Yeah, you get to sort through them and have a lot of fun with that. Yeah, absolutely. But just the adventure is fun, and I'm sure you like it, too, because you can always find a place to get a hot dog. Hot dog, hot dog, yeah, hot dog, (laughs) hot dog. Okay, so those are just a few of those dates out of 52 Uncommon Dates. Get a copy as soon as you can. All right, Martha, I wanted to talk about some other specific things before we got done with the show today. We're having a lot of fun, and and Ivan's giving me the number one finger. Oh, because we got a minute left to our break. Well, before we do that, hey, what do you think should be... In my idea of what a key ingredient to every date, an opportunity for communication, not necessarily right at the beginning of the date, because like when we go on dates, sometimes we go on dates and I rush home from whatever I'm doing and I grab you and we go, well, I get you into the car. And With my shoes on. Right, right. That was supposed right. to be funny. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we, we get in the car and we're, we're rushing off to go wherever we go because we're usually running late. And then I... I that's not the best time, but once we settle down, mm-hmm. build after I get my brain back, be able to have a conversation because mm-hmm. that's the most important part to me. That's the most important part of every date. It's just time to be able to talk about what's on my heart. What do, what do you think? I think taking a deep breath is a good start to any date. Well, breathing is important. We're no, talking heavy breathing. Slow down and take time for the date to start. Did she miss that one, Ivan? Did you hear that? She missed that one. You're shaking your head at me. All right, Martha and I today are talking about dating your spouse, dating your date, dating, just dating, but the importance of dating within marriage. Martha, why is that so important? Why are we talking about it? Why are we talking about it on a workplace ministry show? Well, it's important because if you are married and you are so engrossed in your work and you're not investing in your relationship with your spouse, then um, lots of things can fall apart. That never happens. It, uh, has it ever happened to us? A lot. Has it ever happened to us? Yes. Okay. Yes. It we're, has. We're very real. We're very transparent. <laughs> yes, it has happened. Yes, we are both workaholics. We could easily both work 15 hours every day. Yes. So the reason we're talking about it, especially in the I Work For Him program, is so that people understand that um, they this is one way to get some of that balance in their lives. If you plan, if you set aside and you prioritize some time with your spouse then it will help you to take your focus off of always work and showing them that they're important, reconnecting, making sure that you're on the same page, you know what's going on in each other's lives, and just having some enjoyable time together, which creates good memories away from having to do laundry and having to do the dishes and get the kids in the bathtub and all that kind of stuff. So it's important for a lot of reasons. But, but then it helps you be more productive at work because you have you have something to look forward to and you're you know 
anticipating that. So you want to get your work done on if it's a Friday night date or something like that. And it's just good all around. Friday night dates are the best because it gives you something to look forward to all yeah. week long. I love that. It does. But we don't do that very often because we're pooped out by Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> so we went on Saturday night last week. Okay, so does a date always have to involve food? I like it better that way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But my opinion, no, it doesn't have to, but it does have to involve... Now, that's not true. Because if it doesn't involve... here's what, It doesn't have to involve an expensive meal. No. But it should definitely involve dessert. Okay. For you, that's... So that's important to you. I remember... It was very funny because I don't know why I remember this, but I remember somebody asking me about us dating when we were... I think it was before we were even married. And I'm like, I don't care if he just takes me to Taco Bell. I remember saying that because you could get 99 cent taco, but it was the point that we got to go somewhere. That would have been Taco Bell. Oh, it might have been. No, yeah. not when we were dating. But anyway, before we were married. Anyway, don't get hung up on that detail. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Call back. Just trying to picture where the Taco Bell was in Bloomington. Okay, all right. Okay. So, okay. So, food is, food good, is important. It's not. It doesn't have to but be do we, extravagant. Do the dates, doesn't have to be extravagant. No. That's a great point. Doesn't no. have to be extravagant. Does a date always have to cost money? No. You can pack a picnic. I mean, technically, your groceries cost money, but you do, it does not have to cost a thing to go sit on a park bench and read the Bible together or to go walk a cemetery and read the tombstones and think about the legacy of those people or to um, even some of the probably like a factory tour it might not even be an admission charge. if you've got an inside edge that's right that's correct creative one of the things we never did we drove by it so many times never went to the corvette factory we went to the museum yeah the museum was cool we never went to the factory yeah Oh, well. It's a long drive from here. It is. All right. So does, does a date, does it mean you have to leave your house? No. Like I had no. a light dinner the other night. No, absolutely. We had that at home. Now, more difficult to do if you got kids at home. No, but the great thing about dates being at home is, like, if you do have kids at home, put them to bed and have a later dinner. So put them to bed and then... You know, you can have something that's been in the oven, and then it's ready for you to have a late dinner. Some romantic evening. Isn't that awesome? All right. so or just sitting on the couch. Absolutely. Lots of options out there. Martha and I have lots of resources. There are tons of resources out there on the web. Tons and tons and tons and tons and tons and tons. But I found an, uh, uh, a, uh, an article on 30 ways to start a conversation with your spouse. I've got that article. 20 ideas on dating your wife. Eight creative ideas for dating your husband. Top 20 stay-at-home date night ideas. I've got all of these PDF'd. If you want to email Martha or I, or Martha or me, or me or Martha, <laughs> you just email us. Jim at iWorkForHim.com. Martha at iWorkForHim.com. Start dating your spouse. It's the most important thing you can do for your children. If you want your marriage to be strong, you want your kids to know that marriage is valuable, if you want your kids to love you more and and just really uh, just they need to know you love your spouse. Date your spouse. It's super important. All right, we've come to another I work for him show. This is a fast show. It was. We could talk about this for hours. We should go on a date. That's a good idea. Okay. Let's leave here go on a date. Great. Okay. okay. All right. Listen, I'm looking for a thousand people in Tampa Bay to take the challenge to look at their workplace as their mission field. I'd like you to go onto the I Work For Him website 
and contact me. Sign up. Start. I'd like a thousand people to start praying for their coworkers and employees and looking for opportunities to pray with them. Start. I'm looking for a thousand people to start reaching out to their coworkers and employees outside of their office. I'd like a thousand people in Tampa Bay start looking for ways to serve the people they work with. A thousand people to be the best and brightest example of the person in your position in your workplace. Please. Sign up. Take this challenge. Just contact me, Jim at IWorkForHim.com or on the website, IWorkForHim.com. We're Christ followers who own our own business, but ultimately, I I work work for him. him.